Welcome to the Matrix Minute. This is Jake speaking, your co-host. We'll be flying at an altitude of uh, 30 to 40 minutes uh, per episode. And with us today is Phil. Hi, I'm Phil. And I wanted to tell you something amazing. Can I tell you something amazing? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe, he was considered to play Morpheus, but said, I just didn't get it. I, I couldn't get past page 42. And he said, it, the world was just not interesting to me. That was my worst. As well as uh, Tim. Uh, yeah, funny enough, ironically, I was the one to suggest we all have a piece of trivia at the beginning, and then I kind of uh, didn't bring a piece of trivia. Ha, you Thanks, hypocrite! Tim, great job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> special guest, Scott Corelli. Thank you. Thank you. Please enjoy your flight. <laughs> uh, when is the landing, pilot? When are we landing? We'll find will out. Sna- uh, will there be snacks? <laughs> can, I, can I get some no. drinks? <laughs> no snacks for you. You didn't bring trivia. <laughs> Okay, it's episode 47. Okay, Hello, back. everybody. 47 46? 45? This is 46. 46. Oh, my wow. goodness. I messed that one up. Yeah. I messed that up. I think we're going to keep this on the episode. It's 46. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi. Oh, I said that already. Phil yeah. discovered that. Hi, sir. Welcome back. You. This yeah. is Hi, Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you. We got very confused. Um, and yeah, this is what happens in episode 46. We first hear of the Oracle and her prophecy about the One being reborn, to destroy the Matrix and bring freedom to the people. Morpheus says that many have spent their entire life trying to find the reborn One, but he believes that he already did. As he leaves Nero's room, Morpheus tells him to get sleep because he'll need it for his training. And the lights go up because it's the next day. Cool. But that's just a footnote. Yeah, I just realized we could have saved your entire talk we had last episode for this one because you okay, could just continue about first his episode prophecy. Is... Well, we can just talk yeah. about the Oracle a little bit. This is the first time they talk about the Oracle. Well, well, speaking of of, uh, of footnotes, uh, can we can we talk about uh, Neo's sweet boots? Because uh, absolutely, dude, I, yes, I, I can't believe that that the real world has boots that cool. <laughs> well, right? clearly they have a lot of uh, they have abundance of uh, cobblers, <laughs> and he yeah. likes them so much. He made like in the construct, they made a copy for him later on when he's in the Matrix to have very yeah. similar boots. He's like, I like those boots. Come on, they must be comfortable. They look great. To be honest, mm-hmm. like, amazing. Like, look how many buckles are class cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's awesome. So yeah. let's just get the the big uh, the meat of the of the of the uh, of the minute oh, away from no, away from us. How do you say that? The, what do you mean? Like, let's get the meat of the minute out of the way. Out of out the way. way. Yeah. <laughs> away from us. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> get get away from us. Get away. <laughs> get it away. <laughs> Tway with it. Tway. Um, after he died, the Oracle prophesies his return that his coming would hail the destruction of the Matrix, end the war, bring freedom to our people. This is the the thing. This is our quest. That's what Morpheus wants. That's the end goal. Oh, is this um, the destroying the, the Matrix call to the adventure? This is the call, call to, to action. action. <laughs> it's not. Um, I so like I know this turns into a, a betrayal in the sequels because this is the promise that we were being fed in the first film and in the, in the matrix reloaded it becomes sort of like ha you thought it was that but it's not or it could be a red herring no nah, i don't think red herrings work like that but anyway no and then false then, promise then, on purpose but i just want to say in the film it was like um but you know go on sorry I, I i'm gonna do a lot say, of editing on this <laughs> you, you okay phil you need some water. i'm okay i'm fine <laughs> oh i need water give me some water drink some Great. water yeah have some water philip uh but you were, you were going to say that, uh, well, it's the motivation for... And if you look at just this movie, then that's all that matters. It's that 
Neo is the one and he then Morpheus believes in him and he's going to do it. And, you know, it is the And we all journey. believe in him. He's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah. And I think the audience is on board with that, especially in this part. Like after, if you've loved everything that happened so far and you were blown away by all that stuff, you're definitely in for it. You're like, yes, Neo, you can do it. Bring freedom to our people. Scott, and is this the first one? What? <laughs> Sorry, Scott, <laughs> do you have any, any, anything to Scott. say about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I probably don't hate the sequels as much as a lot of people do, but I still don't, I mean, I don't put them anywhere near uh, the quality level of this one. So I, I, I really just like thinking of it in terms of this movie because I don't know that the sequels were really planned. um, And, you know, they got to come up with, because I mean, they completed the story here and then they have to like come up with reasons why the story wasn't actually completed. Um, Right, and, but is that true though? Uh, so, I think that the Wachowskis, if I'm not wrong, I think that they had all three movies. Planned. They had uh, what it feels like, and I think all of us would agree that um, it felt like the first film was the the baby that they were taking care of, and then the <laughs> the other two th- the other that... two films were just sort of expanded things that they uh, had knowledge of, and they knew where they were going to okay, take it. I see what you're but I feel like they they didn't have nearly enough time to develop know, pay attention to it at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, they didn't know if the first one's going to be a success. So it might that's be, right. but didn't they, sure. they didn't could they have known the, about their movies. The idea to the head of, um, Oh, Lorenzo de Bonaventura. Didn't yeah. they say they want three? And he's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's yeah. Do yeah. I know. Well, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's been a little bit like, exaggerated. Um, over-exaggerated in a way because I'm sure they said that it was, it, it could be a trilogy, oh, you know, because we have like all this material oh, for the yeah. next mm-hmm. Okay. Films, I mean, when but... Kevin Williamson pitched uh, Scream to uh, Dimension, he wrote the the screenplay, and then he had uh, two one-paragraph summaries of Scream 2 and Scream 3. Oh, and, and, oh. But that's it. Like, it was just a paragraph summary. Like, it doesn't yeah. – it doesn't – it's just saying, like, this can be a franchise, see? Like, yeah. and that's, that's all it is because, you know, look, if you, if you make one and it's successful, you're going to want sequels. So it's nice to know that the writers are thinking in terms of a franchise. And I bet yeah. you that's probably the most that they had really thought about the sequels. It's just like, yeah, look, there's, there could be more here. That's um, kind of how I feel about it too. Yeah. I mean, look it's, at Star Wars. I mean, George Lucas has been, you know, tooting like, oh, right. there's 12, there's three, there's six, there's, <laughs> no, there's 12, right. no, there's only one, there's only three. There's nine. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's nine, there's this, there's hundred of them. Yeah. You, know, you never know. So you, you need know, to take these the things into a grain of salt, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Definitely. So Legend becomes this other thing with movies yes. like this. And yeah. especially um, since the sequels were made, then of course you want to look at, oh, in, 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 in the past, like, oh, you know, what's associated with it? Right. Mm-hmm. So you so you think, oh, yeah, you know, that definitely pointed out it's going to be a sequel. But what I really wanted to point out in the scene, if we could go back to it, is that I think this is the first time that anyone is sort of telling Neo about the prophecy of the one. We have people talking yeah. about, you know, Trinity and everything. But this is the first time somebody's telling Neo. So far, it's only been about the Matrix and about what it is and how it functions. But now Morpheus does spill the bean and he's like, oh, spill the bean. The bean is out of the box. That, okay, sure. Yes, you were looking for the Matrix and, 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 and I uh, showed you what it is, but this isn't what this is about. You're not here mm-hmm. just to yeah, be yeah, another right. regular dude. Like we're having really high Another layer hopes, comes hype. into play. Yeah. And it's <laughs> uh, something that obviously was not quite expected, I think. So he I does how say how Neo the feels. Or- 
Yeah, because I think Neo, actually, to be honest, if you're Neo, I think you'd feel, I wouldn't, betrayed is obviously a strong word, but I think you'd feel a little bit uneasy, like, oh my goodness, like, you kind of felt like, you know, you trusted Morpheus, and not that Morpheus is doing anything wrong, per se, but clearly Morpheus is motivated by other things. He's yeah. not just motivated, like, oh, Neo, like, I'm going to free you, and like, we're best pals. He's sort of like, I'm kind of, I have a mission, sort of I thing, mean, which is which is a different thing. If, let's say, if you, you know, were trying to get a job, and you go for an interview to be the janitor, and you get the job, and then the guy says, we hire you for the janitor, but you're really going to be the CEO of this company. <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah, it kind of elevates it all too high. You just got yeah. out of this uh, thing and you're just getting used to this new place and then you're like, well, well, I need you to ready save to us all. Uh, make some yeah, big business decisions there. It's yeah. a little little too much too soon, I feel like. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but I will yeah, say what I, what I think is... Definitely. This is something that I just thought of just now when I'm like looking at the way they've sort of because, um, you know, we're kind of coming into this world in media res. I mean, we're we're seeing it through Neo's eyes, but it's existed prior to him. And we're sort of getting tastes of what happened prior to them finding Neo. Um, mm-hmm. And so my understanding has always been that both Cypher and Trinity were pulled out of the Matrix because Morpheus thought they might be the one. Um, and that's then an he pulled him out theory. and then was like, oh, okay, you're not the one. All right. We got to keep right. looking. Right. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> so, so what I like about that though, is it explains why Neo is so old because he's failed a couple of times and Neo has been in the matrix aging and he, oh, he, okay. and so he, he, you know, he tried to find, he found Cypher. Okay. That he wasn't the one. You found Trinity. Okay, she wasn't the one. That takes time, that process of discovering that. Right. And now he's finally found Neo. And what that tells me is that the code of the one res- is, is resurgent and it comes up every few generations or something like that. And so hmm. when the last one died, it started the ticking clock of, okay, this is about when the one is going to come back up in the matrix. So Morpheus, you're in charge of finding them. Hmm. And yeah. so Morpheus is like, okay, so it has to be someone around this age. So the first time that he tries, it's Cypher, wrong. Then he tries Trinity, wrong. And meanwhile, Neo, who is the one, is in there aging, and that's why he's, you know, in his early 30s now before he finally gets pulled out because it just took Morpheus that long to find the code. Yeah. Mm. And this Tim, kind of, uh, what you're saying is, uh, we had the question uh, the previous episode uh, on Monday uh, that uh, what is it, what does the sign for Morpheus that, okay, he got the one. Obviously, if what you're saying is true that, you know, Trinity and Cypher weren't the one, uh, which made me think probably maybe he just takes him to the Oracle and, you know, he sees the, because, because she says, you know, are you, you're the one, you're not the one. So maybe after mm-hmm. the Oracle, it's like, mm, cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't think like, what would be the test? Like he takes him to the agents and like, they can't defeat the agents. Like, but what, what would it be the test of, are you the one or you're not the one to Morpheus? Mm. I think it'd have to be the Oracle, right? Yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, he's got a secret um, deal with the oracle. She sends him a note. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, the no. idea could be too with the oracle. She says no to all of them, and their reaction to being told no 
is what makes them the one or not. You know, maybe ah. maybe Trinity and Cipher were both just like, yeah, I'm not the one. Oh, well, um, moving on with our life. And then meanwhile, like Neo just sort of keeps it, that information to himself and ah. then eventually comes back around on it. Yeah, he didn't like come back to the Nebuchadnezzar. Well, like, I'm not well. the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not the one. <laughs> Wait, but the, the Oracle tells him she, she, he, he is Morpheus! the one. I'm not the one. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She does. No, she doesn't. She says, no, you're not the one. Yeah, she's, you, you, she's like, no. No, she says, yeah. you're the one. Okay, we're no, going to get to that minute. And I, we're getting to that later. I was <laughs> thinking about you. that. I want to talk about it. We can't. We'll say uh, okay, that. Yeah, she we'll says, I'm it. sorry you got the gift. Yeah. I'm sorry. It. You well, want the bad what... news. You want to be not the one, but I'm telling you, you're the one. Whoa, is that what you thought about it? Yes. Tim, we we'll are, get to that later. That's in December, okay? Okay, so, so, so <laughs> tune in in December. We finish this conversation because... Yes. Wow. Okay. It has to happen. Otherwise, we're just going to have a whole episode of everything. And then, <laughs> then we're just going to talk about Let's beers. talk about the ending. Let's mm, talk, let's talk about, about what more... What Neo... No, I'm just kidding. No. No, because, because Neo tells Trinity that he's not the one later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's a filthy... He doesn't believe in himself. Okay, well, we're not going to do this. We're not going to too far. <laughs> we're, oh, we'll anyway. do this later. So yeah, the lobby We'll, we'll scene, get right? you back okay, on well, there, Scott. We can finish this conversation. <laughs> okay. Right, right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You can come back for that. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> that actually would be pretty That's good. cool. We should do that. Okay, let's do it. Let's play right. with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, that's all I can say. Is like to be just, continued. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pilot. Well, where are we flying over right now? We're flying over at I can't keep track because we're doing one recording. So I don't know. Okay. I've got a oh, I've man. got a round trip. No. Indeed. Exactly. He has a round trip. Yeah. Um so um all that happens is that Neo just makes a dramatic turn. We have a wonderful uh underscore going on. Uh Neo turns and looks at Morpheus mm. and Morpheus says get some rest. Okay. I'll need it. Can we talk about that underscore? Because Okay. There okay, so there's this thing in in movies and they've made um I forget who it was because I I just realized it when I was like watching it this time. But um, somebody made a comment about um, or made a made a YouTube video that kind of like analyzed um, score in films and how when you're in the editing process, like usually composers come in when the movie's done and then they score it. Um, but when you're editing, you typically use uh, like a score. fake score. Yeah, temp score. And you put a temp score on. Yeah. And I was listening to this and I'm like, I'm pretty sure the temp score for this was Star Wars. Be- <laughs> yeah. Because when, I wouldn't when, be surprised. when he's turning toward Morpheus, it almost sounds like that sort of like staring at the twin suns music. Yeah. 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 That. But it's, it's very sort of, you know, the, the hero, because after that, you have some French horns and usually, um, a, a single French. There's a you know, there's a group of French horns, but like a single yeah, French two horn playing harmonics. a tune usually comes with like when the hero's by himself and he like he makes a decision or he realizes something. That's like a very uh, theme that right. comes up that I've never heard like that. You know, like just that horn, like oh, the French you know, horn, sort of, one of my favorite <laughs> instruments. Yes, right. So it's kind of accompanying the hero by himself. It's not like a score, like oh, you know, like the Avengers. They're all right, going right. there, so you can hear the whole orchestra. It's like yeah, I no, it's the just singular. Hero. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so that just reminded me of that that French horn piece from uh from oh, Star I'm, Wars. And I would not be surprised at all if that was one of the temp scores used cuz um yeah, those temp <laughs> scores, they are they are helpful, but they're also 
incredibly destructive to the composer's yeah. um, process. <laughs> Directors, please hire your composers before you go into post-production. Write the score with them. Or just edit oh in mute. Or edit, edit mute like Zach Steinberg actually did. Yep. Steinberg, Steinberg, Steinberg. I don't know his name. I think Steinberg. Steinberg Zach, Cubase. Zach Steinberg was the editor for The Matrix, and he said he tried his best to edit the whole movie without score and tried to get rhythm without using um, music as a crutch. So I thought mm. that was pretty I interesting. That's great. Funny yeah, that's, enough, you were bringing yeah. up Star Wars. That's John Williams, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I learned today is that John Williams doesn't like to score his movies until it's locked. He will not score it until you give him the locked footage of everything, and then he scores it. Like that's his preferred. Like everything's edited, nothing will be changed, and then he can go score. So that's why it's a bit tricky for some composers that they, they uh, prefer that kind of thing. If I'm not mistaken, he does. He wants to score to a locked picture, but he does write pieces prior to that. He'll write like okay, yeah, like the main theme or like the main like like two maybe like one or two things so that you can sort of get a vibe for what his thing is. Because mm-hmm. I remember he he when he wrote um. The Jaws music, he did that way in advance. Like it's one because you have to edit to that. Like you can't just lay that over, <laughs> yeah. you know, something that's just yeah. there because it's just so specific, you know. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it's, but but I think you're right with um, incidental music and stuff like yeah. that for sure. For episode two, um, George cut a lot of the score for uh, Attack of the Clones because uh, you- film. He wasn't and, scoring uh, it to lock yeah. picture. Isn't Attack of the Clones the longest of the three prequels? Yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. I'm just like I just know that um, the scores for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith were pretty cut up, and that must have made some people quite yeah. upset. My news. Anyway, we're not doing Star Wars minute. Shout out to Star <laughs> yeah. Wars minute. Yeah. They um, should be like editing this to Rob Zombie the entire like entire <laughs> music <absolutely. laughs> movie, just like Rob Zombie. Hey, that would be wonderful. <laughs> That'd be the best. <laughs> Just know that the whole propeller has soundtrack. Yeah. Oh yeah, the propeller has soundtrack. All right. So he said, "You're training." He's like, "For what? You're training." And the way he turns, there's Neo, uh, Neo's question. You get really excited for the 45? training. Uh, this this is the Neo's question number forty-five yeah, or forty-six. Yeah. And you know, like um, the combination, this 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 amazing film of kung fu and science fiction and. I think it's, it's so good. it was really novel when Morpheus is like, "You're training. You need to do some training." It's like, "What?" Ah, oh, especially cool. for the Western audiences, you're not, you're not, yeah, you're yeah, not, you're not used to that. They're not unless. used to that sort of thing. They're but not it's used funny. To trope. This, this is the point of of the movie. You know, like you have someone who's bringing up all these philosophical themes and explaining, "You're the one. You're going to save all these people," and you know, you're thinking, "Oh, is this going to turn into some kind of I don't know." Uh, a debate battle with the Matrix? Uh, is it going to be, you know, and, and at one point, some people are really happy, like, oh yeah, we're back in an action movie. And some people, like my parents are like, oh no, <laughs> here, here comes the guns and the fighting. The children will be happy. Uh, <laughs> that is true yeah. though. And then uh, we transition, don't we, to, um, uh, to lights, the hallway, Flicker. as the scene transitions to uh, indicate maybe that uh, the ship is waking up. It's been night time, so some time has passed. And uh, we see a little hallway. And I was wondering, um, did anyone make a cross-section of the Nebuchadnezzar? You know, like the Star Wars cross-sections book? I don't know. 
Ooh, poop me mm-hmm. either. To hit the mic. I would love <laughs> to try to do that, but I don't think I have enough information for that to be possible. But it would be really we cool. We should look it up. I'd love to see that. I'm curious about what the shower situation is on the Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, I'm sure they have Shares. plenty of showers. Did you see his shirt? Oh, <laughs> okay. They just okay. wipe Fair their enough. hands on their shirts. And whatever the color stays, you know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any, they, they don't, you know, they're free from different yeah. uh, selections <laughs> free of, of from foods. hygiene guys what about this and and different selections of food so when they wipe it it's just going to be the same <laughs> the same goop but listen to this this sweat doesn't smell right. because they only have the nutrients they need no toxins in them oh, okay <laughs> there that's you go. a good one there you go. i was going to say what if it's the future and you know in the future they discovered a really easy way to like shower it's like some kind of spray or something it's like you know <laughs> some kind of solution that just sort of like deodorant right the, well, the no, mold no, 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 there so, doesn't so, tell me that <laughs> but it only like affects skin. You can't do it on clothes. Oh, oh, that's why it's all rusty. Exactly. Right. I picture no them. One sh- I, I picture them showering like. Um, do you guys see Gattaca? Yeah. Um, where he's I like have, scrubbing the the dead yes, cells off his body go. and then incinerating it. <laughs> that's Maybe magic. that's what they're doing. Yeah. They that's have great. these stones yeah. like barbarians. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just scraping Neo it off. Rock. Rock. How do I shower? Rock. Scrape. Good. It doesn't look like there's a cross section. There's like an outside, uh, like the picture where things are, but I don't think so. I'm looking, Phil. I, I would know. love to see that. Maybe, maybe there it doesn't exist. You know? I don't think they maybe thought of it. It was just like it's inside the ship, and that's fine. We'll just design it. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I watched this scene like just before we started talking about it, but. Does Tank do anything, or is he the next episode? Next episode. Nope. Okay. Next one. Cool. Yes. I have it I loop. cut my scenes quite well. I cut my life in two snip, pieces. Snip. Yes. So yeah, that's about all that happens in this one. Pretty much, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a twofer for with the previous scene. Pretty yep. much, like the previous minute. A twofer mm-hmm. wafer. A twofer wafer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, it seems like um Wednesdays seem to have the shortest episodes. Yeah. Hey, be. I apologize for that. I got a um, question before we end this. Do you guys? What's another movie that deals with peepers? Stu- peepers. <laughs> peepers. Peepers. We're back with the peepers. <laughs> sorry, okay, sorry. Scott, this is a this is an so inside sorry. joke you have no idea about. Yeah. Sorry, it's a long but story. But is there is there another movie that sort of deals with this kind of uh, sci-fi um, concept of people stuck in a virtual world and you have to free them? Is there is there another one? I'm trying to think of well, Dark City. Dark City. Uh, yes, but not in such closest. a cla- like a very specific way. Truman I mean, it- Show, Hellraiser, no. Hellraiser. <laughs> Clydebacher. <laughs> no, not Clydebacher. <laughs> I mean, I think like the idea probably can be found in different movies, but I, if you're saying the specific yes. execution like, is something of the idea. From maybe previously. I don't know. Mm-mm. We probably should have found this out earlier. And what's the the deal closest with, stuff uh, I can think of, like, you know... Um, uh, what's that? Uh, what's the Christopher Nolan movie um, about the dreams? Um, Inception. Inception. Yeah, Inception. Inception's like kind of halfway yes. there, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Except they have different worlds. Yeah. Co- yes, co- connect their dreams through little tubes on their arms. Yeah, they like it that work? way. They like it like that. They put. Little... I don't know. I can't think of any other thing at the moment. That's okay. Six and a half. Eight and a half. What was it? Eight and, eight, and, eight and a half. No, that's just that. Just has a dream yeah, since the beginning. Sorry. I mean, it's kind yeah, of no. like that. We'll look it up. 
We'll look. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look Lawn it up. Lawnmower man. Lawnmower. Oh, heard of that? Oh wait, wait. There's something called the Thirteenth Floor. This looks. This looks amazing. Didn't we look at this poster before? It looks like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll link it to you guys. Link it, please. Yeah, Thirteenth Floor was one of those Matrix ripoffs. Um, oh, was it amazing? Oh, it was 1999, though, by the way. It was 1999. Mm. Yeah, 13th Floor. What was the other one? Existence. Oh, um, yeah, that's it, the Cronenberg uh, movie. Right, Existence with a oh, Z. This is what Sai said, wasn't it? Or was it? I don't know, but I think we were talking about that at one point, because I remember, like, yeah, yeah Existence. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, good. <laughs> good, we thank see. you. It's just thank weird how the these movies all popped up at once, though. <laughs> Just yeah, why is the, the the other movie the what, what did we just talk about the thirteen floor? Why is that ninety nine nine? The millennium made people question things. People started questioning things people because they were wondering. afraid of the Y two K bug. Yeah, and they're thinking like, man, what is real, and so forth, mm-hmm. and so forth. And the Matrix triumphed. Apparently, so, Scott, so. did you watch the thirteenth floor? Oh, I saw all of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did? Because I had never, and I'm reading the plot here, and it's like, this is the Matrix. The plot revolves around the world of simulations. A small simulation has been created in 1937. Wow. Mm-hmm. What but then a much bigger secret. The person who knew was murdered. So they're stuck in like a, what is this? Like a film noir kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trapped in like a film noir matrix, basically. That's, yeah. So, and the, oh, but the I think the idea, if I'm not mistaken, the entire world that they're in exists on the 13th floor of like this tech building, and that's why it's oh. called the 13th floor. Yeah, we should watch these. Uh, Matrix yeah, we probably should temporary research purposes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Do you recommend them, Scott? Though, uh, recommend would be a strong word. Um, <laughs> they're they're certainly interesting uh, to see. I guess. <laughs> Slightly hint at, yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. It. you know, if you have to, <laughs> if you have to, Maybe we have to. And with that, I think we have to end this because we have nothing else to talk about. At least I don't. Well, um, if we have, if anyone to. else does, no. Any parting words? Any parting to. words for this particular scene before we leave it forever? No, I'm getting like angsty now. I want to see Neo Train. I want to, I want to mm. get a shape. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that's about it. So uh, thank you for listening once again. And I have to thank Scott Corelli for being here once again in uh, Mittwoch, which is uh, midweek. What am I talking about? I'm speaking German now. now. Midweek. Turning German. Wednesday. And um, yeah, well, happy days. (laughs) Happy days. Happy days. Uh, you can you can find Scott at and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention uh, it's uh, duelinggenre.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they have all kinds of podcasts mm-hmm. going on. They have radio drama, not radio dramas, audio dramas. Um, take it away, <laughs> Scott. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, uh, you tried. Uh, you gotta... We've got a bunch of like pop culture podcasts on like all kinds of things. Um, oh, Doctor Who I, as well. Yeah, I host I host the Doctor's Companion, which is a uh, Doctor Who podcast I've been hosting since two thousand nine. Oh, um, whoa, nice! And whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's been a while. No wonder um, you're good, man. But <laughs> um, so uh, I I've been doing that one um, for a really long time, and then of course Back to the Future Minute, which we wrapped up. I've got Spider Man Minute, um, which. Uh, by the time this airs, I think should be our first season should be done. Um, so we'll be on hiatus, getting ready for Spider-Man Two, and then I've got the Cornetto Minute, uh, which is doing uh, the Edgar Wright, uh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost 
films one minute at a time. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Um, yeah. So uh, go uh, go check out all that stuff. And then, you know, I also directed sh- three short films, and that's those are also on the website. So cool. Yeah. You can so check those out. Well. Recommendation, yeah. which, which one is your favorite of your short movies? Which one? Which one? Oh, uh, I, I well, think... I think my unexceptional film is probably the best looking one, but it seems like people who people who have watched them will seem to like the Cupid division the most. Okay. Um, okay. And then Severance is my first film, so it's like kind of like a black and white, like comedy crime throwback thing. Um, feels kind of like a '90s independent film. Um, so that's ah, interesting. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, sounds cool. cool. Got a lot Sweet. of things going on there. That's yeah, awesome. definitely. And you can find us on, at, uh, oh, I messed it up again. <laughs> what did My you train of thought. <laughs> Every the time. is the worst. That's, that's where you go. The matrixminute.one. I, I messed it up as well now. The matrixminute.one. <laughs> we, we don't know. You said things. .com? No, I said I, the matrix.one, I think. I don't no. Know. <laughs> the matrixminute.one. The matrixminute.one. Can the pilot save us? <laughs> the pilot to tell us where to go. TheMatrixMinute.one is the correct answer. And if we miss something, please leave a comment on Facebook.com slash TheMatrixMinute. We post an announcement with a photo, a design, of the new episode, and you can post your comment there and let us know if we forgot something. Thanks. If you don't want to write on Facebook, you can reach us at ask at TheMatrixMinute.one. With the subject <laughs> being episode 46. <laughs> Thank you, and have a great rest of the flight. Imagine right, Tyler, where are the emergency also. exits? Yes. Everywhere. Free your mind. <laughs> exactly. Get Imagine if you're on a flight and, and a pilot when like started breathing, like just like <laughs> you just like have a really, really bad long breath after every word. Man. Um, this is your pilot speaking. Mm. Well, I always thought, what if the pilot forgets to turn on, turn it off? You know what I mean? Like yeah, sort of like yeah. butt dial and it's just like the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, I have, to say, sucks. <laughs> I have to say goodbye. Right, we'll thanks, see guys. you on Friday. We'll have a better episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. We'll be back on Friday. <laughs> Don't overpromise, man. What if it I sucks? Know. No, we can't. But Scott's Scott, with it, us. He's exactly. saving us. It can't suck. Scott's here. All hail Scott. <laughs> uh, truly, he was more than. No, we're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I said everyone. that last time. Thank you for listening. Okay, yeah, bye. I that. Bye. Bye. <laughs>